This week's parsha begins with the tragic story of the Meraglim, the infamous sending of the spies. Kali Yisrael were only days away from entering Eitz Yisrael when Moshe sent off 12 spies on a mission to scout out the land. And the Pasik says, They started their mission and they went with a list of questions they wanted answered. To see what kind of country it is. Are the people who dwell in it strong or weak, few or many? Are the towns open or fortified? Is the soil rich or poor? Not unlike baseball teams or warring countries in contemporary times, they send out advanced scouting to investigate and to research the other teams or the other nations' strengths and weaknesses. Likewise, Moshe sent out spies to find out if they, if they can conquer this nation. What weapons will we need? How much manpower? What's our strategy to conquer the land? When the twelve Meraglim returned from their 40-day tour of Eitz Yisrael, they presented to the people a scouting report of their findings. Ten of the Meraglim came back with a negative report. Yes, the land does indeed flow with milk and honey, and they even show them remarkably plump and robust fruits. However, the land is unconquerable, they said. We are doomed. The people who inhabit the country are very large and powerful, and the cities are fortified and impenetrable. The inhabitants are giants, and we are, we are like grasshoppers. Only Yeshua and Kalev took a different view. They said that we can win. The land is extremely good. Hashem is on our side. And with His help, we cannot fail. The Ramban asked the obvious question. Why were the Meraglim faulted and vilified? Moshe gave them a mission, go and scout the land and give us a detailed report. He instructed them to make their own observations as what the Jewish people will find when they arrived at Israel. And this is exactly what the spies did. They came back with answers to all of Moshe's questions and they reported what they perceived to be the reality of the situation. If Moshe expected them to sugarcoat and cover up their observations and not report that the land was inhabited by mighty men and its cities were strong and surrounded, he should have never sent them in the first place. So why were the men faulted for relating what they had seen? So I saw a powerful idea, and this is also a great lesson in Betachem. If the Meraglim had merely related to the people a true report as they saw it, everything would have been fine. But they did more than that. They used what they saw as an opportunity to present their own opinion, to tell everyone to surrender, saying explicitly, we're facing a major crisis. We have to abandon our dream and our destiny of entering against Israel. This is similar to when someone asks information about a boy or a girl for a shidduch. And the person will say, he's a nice boy, but he's not for you. Or you can do better. Or I can't see them as a couple. Or I don't see her fitting into your family. No one asked you for your analysis or for your prophecy. They never asked you if you'll fit into the family or if they can do better. All I asked is to tell me about the boy. What are his aspirations? Who are his friends? Is he a Balmidois? Is he a Reshemayim? Just answer those questions, nothing more. Don't play God. Give the information you were asked and let Hashem do His thing. So had the Meraglim returned and reported the facts, we observed mighty men and well-protected cities, they would have fulfilled their task perfectly. Now Kaiser would have understood that their task is to do their shtadlis and devise an effective strategy how to go about a challenging mission that lies ahead. However, the Meraglim never gave them the opportunity. In fact, after their initial report, they laid it on even thicker. They said, The country devours its inhabitants. And then they delivered the Makkah the final nail in the proverbial coffin. They said, We can't go ahead with this. 
the moment they said, there's no way we can do it, they swayed an entire nation to abandon their destiny they were promised. By uttering those dreaded words, we can't, they essentially inculcated deep within the psyche of Kal Yisrael that we're helpless. We have to surrender. However, a Jew never gives up. We always have faith. We have hardships. We have challenges. But we never throw in the towel. When your mindset is hopelessness, it projects it from your very being. And that negative energy is palpable to the point where other people will sense that as well. They reported, Vashamri Inos Anafilim. We saw giants over there, and we looked like grasshoppers to ourselves. They already had preconceived notions, and therefore we also must have looked to them like grasshoppers, and it became a self-fulfilling prophecy. The Gemara and Saita adds something frightening on the Pasuk, the Miraglim meant something a lot more disturbing, much more sinister than what we perceived, they said. When they said that the people occupying the land are stronger Mimenu, that didn't mean that the people are mightier than us, Kal Yisrael. But rather, says the Gemara, when the spies said, they were referring to the Rabbi They said the conquest of Eitz Yisrael is beyond the capacity of Mimenu. The Almighty Himself, Rahman and Aslan. By abandoning their faith, they not only lost all their morals and values, they even lost their common sense. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.